Welcome to the Understand the Bible podcast. This sermon is the last in a series on the seven signs in John's Gospel. We're looking at the raising of Lazarus today and how only Jesus can give us true life. I do hope that you enjoy. Uh, It starts with a reading of the passage, but you might like also to have that open on your phone or in a Bible uh, as you're listening. Thanks so much for joining and do check out the rest of the Understand the Bible website, understandthebible.uk. And if you're not already, do make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you get these week by week. Thanks so much and I'll let you carry on with the podcast. John chapter 11 from verse 17, page 1078. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, If you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. After she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house comforting her noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, He was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? he asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odour, for he has been there four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. 
the dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth round his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, over the last 12 months, we've been um, thinking a lot about uh, matters of life and death, haven't we? You know, what is living, uh, what is dying, and, uh, and I think it's, it's more than about the physical side of things, isn't it? You know, as we were talking about uh, just earlier, that it's important to have those, those relationships in life, isn't it? And it's, that is, you know, life is more than about just avoiding death. Um, but it's, it's much more than that. So what is that, that kind of fullness of life and where do we find it? What is it all about? And I think this is why I love this passage in in John's Gospel because it's it's more than just a, um, just Jesus raising from the dead. I mean that would be amazing enough, but this is more than that. This story is directly related to, to each of us, to all those who are, are true uh, believers in the Lord Jesus. This is our story. So Jesus, he um, we didn't read this bit just before the, the bit that we read. He hears that Lazarus is ill. And he chooses to stay where he does, a couple of extra days. And, um, and when he arrives, he finds that Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days. Now, why did Jesus do that? Well, he says it's so that the works of God might be displayed. You remember, we heard that. We've heard that before, haven't we, in the signs. It's so that the works of God might be displayed. He intentionally um, did it. And so... Um, he, he speaks to, um, to Martha, first of all. Martha comes out to meet him and she says, if, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. So, so Martha's sad, but she says, I know that God will give you um, what you ask. He said, I still trust in you. I don't think she's expecting what does happen to actually happen um, because um, Martha says, well, I know he'll rise at the, the resurrection at the last day. She's not really expecting Jesus to, un, you know, to make Lazarus come alive again. Um, I think she's just saying, well, I still trust in you. Um, but then Jesus says these words to her. I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. So Jesus, this is such a, a key statement, I think. In, in John's Gospel sums up what it is all about, which is that Jesus is the only one in whom true life is found. And that doesn't mean simply eternal life. And this is what um, sometimes people say that Christians believe in pie in the sky when you die. That's not what Jesus is saying here. He's not saying it's only about eternal life. He's saying that we live, we start living when we believe in him. When we believe and trust in Jesus, that's the moment that we really start living. And so um, Martha says, well, I believe you're the Messiah. And then she goes and gets, gets Mary. And Mary comes and she says, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. So she repeats what Martha said, but without that, that same sort of note of, of, of faith. And I wonder whether you know, maybe we have moments when we feel like this. Now, when we look at things which have happened 
and we say to God, well, God, if, you, if you'd been working there, that wouldn't have happened. Why did you let that happen? I think we often, even if we don't say that to God, I think we can often feel like that, can't we? I think, well, why, why God, didn't you stop that from happening? And you know, it's, it's so easy to feel like that because we don't see the big picture. Because Jesus knew the big picture. Jesus knew what he was going to do. Uh, but but uh, Mary uh, and Martha couldn't see that. Um, so Jesus, he sees her weeping and the, the Jews weeping. He was deeply moved. Now this word, deeply moved, is um, a slightly difficult uh, word to, to translate. And I just wanted to mention that. If you look in uh, Matthew chapter 9, verse 30, you don't need to turn to it, but um, it says, Jesus warned them sternly. And that the stern warning, that's the same word. And it's got the sense of being angry, being indignant, um, rebuking sometimes is, is the word. And I think what's going on here is not that Jesus has just got, you know, feels sad, but actually Jesus is feeling angry. He's feeling angry about what death has done. He's feeling angry about their, their lack of trust and angry about uh, what death does to, to people. And, um, and he, uh, he's troubled and he goes to where? To the tomb and he weeps. And he weeps. Well known, of course, this is the shortest verse in the Bible. Jesus, Jesus wept. And um, you know what, what um, we were saying about, you know, when we feel, um, why God did you let that happen? And uh, I just thought, you know, we don't serve a God who, who stands by and doesn't care about these things. You know, that God does uh, often let things happen for a reason, but he doesn't stand by and he's just, you know, uncaring. But he weeps and weeps alongside us. When we think, you know, do you see my suffering? Do you see my tears? Well, we know that God does and, and Jesus weeps along uh, with us as well. And then um, some of them, the Jews said, see how he loved him. It was obvious. But some of them said, well, couldn't he have kept him from dying? And again, it says Jesus was deeply moved. I think it's that sense again, isn't it? Jesus is angry because there was, he could have kept him from dying. But actually, that wasn't the that wasn't the purpose, and uh, and actually, they should have seen that there was a um, something else happening. And he comes to the tomb, and it's the tomb, a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Where else do we see a, a tomb with a stone laid across the entrance? That's right. That's right. We'll see that later on in John. There was a tomb with a stone laid across the entrance. And of course, the, tomb, the stone is rolled away um, on Easter Sunday. And I think we're meant to see that, meant to see that connection there. And um, Jesus said, uh, oh, I like this, what Martha said, by this time there is a bad odour for he's been there for four days. And um, always in John's gospel, there's the tension. Jesus is trying to communicate to them a spiritual truth about God and they mistake and, and they just think about earthly things. And I love that Martha says, look, he's gonna, he's, he reeks. I think his, the word is reeks in the old, um, the old translation. It really stinks. He's been there four days. Apparently the, the Jews had this idea that after, 
after three days, your soul, your soul would stick around for three days. And then after, um, uh, after the third day, it would depart to be with, with God. And so I think Jesus is just really trying to make the, and the, the John is trying to give us the, you know, the real message. He really was dead. You know, he wasn't just like having a bit of a, you know, had a nasty illness, but had a bit of a rest. But he really was dead. I think that was the, that's the point of all of this. So they took the stone away and Jesus prays and he, he asked, you know, says, I know that you've heard me. This is for the benefit of the people standing here to believe. That's the purpose of it. And then Jesus calls in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and the cloth round his face. Some people say that's the, the second miracle of um, of of this, uh, this chapter, because how could a, a man who's been bound with burial clothes get up and walk? Um, but however he did it, he managed. But this is, this is just what Jesus predicted in John chapter five. Um, this is what Jesus says, John chapter five, 24 and 25. Very truly, I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. Very truly, I tell you, a time is coming and has now come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. The dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. And that is what is happening in this passage in Lazarus. And this is what Jesus is doing is actually what um, it's like I said it's not a story about Lazarus this is a story about us this is about uh, this is about Christians it's a story about every Christian because Jesus calls us from the grave to lead a new life forever Jesus calls us from the grave to lead a new life and that life begins now it doesn't, it's not eternal life. It doesn't you know, begin when we die and go on for eternity. But it begins now. That anyone who has heard the voice of Jesus and has trusted in him has crossed over from death to life. We've already made that jump over from death to life. Those who believe in Jesus. That the resurrection is something that begins now. And I think this is the picture of Lazarus, isn't it? Because Lazarus was dead but then he came back to life and then he lived. And then, you know, he, he died normally, I expect, and, and, um, and goes, will go on to live eternally. That's, that's just like us. We were dead, heard the voice of Jesus to call us from the grave and come and begin that eternal life now. This is what Jesus said in, in John chapter 10, verse 10. Uh, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus has come that we might have a full life. Jesus has come to give us life in its, in its wholeness, in its fullness. And that is how that we live um, a full, the f- life to the full. I'll just finish with um, what Paul says in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. It says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, 
I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So now we've been crucified with Christ and Jesus lives in us. And it's like, it's like Jesus' tomb there was our tomb and he's risen from it and we rise with him. And isn't that a wonderful thing to know that we are risen with Christ and that we will one day rise with him uh, in a full sense. But that life is the life that we can live now by the power of the Holy Spirit. It begins here and now. And that's something that we can, uh, that we can give thanks for and we can look to him day by day as we live. Let's take a moment to pray and ask God uh, for his help as we seek to live for him day by day. Heavenly Father, we thank you that anyone who has heard your voice has already crossed over from death to life. And we thank you for the power of the resurrection, that Jesus has defeated death and calls us from the grave to live for you. And that we now live uh, in Christ. And we pray that you would help us to, uh, to know the truth of these words and that you would help us to live day by day more um, to be more fully alive, more fully alive uh, with Jesus and for Jesus. And we pray that you would help us now in Jesus' name. Amen.